1: Alberto Barraquis va abriendo para Montoya. Está esperando Suárez, espera Suárez en diagonal, pero muy ancha. La verdad alcanza a enganchar la verdad cerva este lado. Queda un hombre para la marca, le queda atrás Suárez, goloso del Barça.
0: This is the Wide Man Radio Network's coverage of the World Cup. Brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New, WowFreeCam.com, and Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy. We dive deep into every goal, every group, every play, every big moment from this year's World Cup. You can find us wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. You can also find us at blogtalkradio.com slash Jump. And now to your hosts, Nate and Tim Dombrova. You know, I just realized that when I do that intro and I made that intro, it almost makes it seem like that Tim, you're my dad, because I say Nate and Tim Dombrova. My last name's not Dombrova, by any stretch. <laughs> well, you wish it was, though. Maybe will you adopt me?
1: Maybe. Um, well, I, I was thinking maybe we could maybe do it the other way, Nate.
0: I'm gonna adopt you. Married?
1: No, well, we can always get married, you
0: know. Oh, we're gonna get married. Oh. We'll get oh married.
1: Won't your that wife have something? I'll give it a- give t- Well, not, no, I was not married though. Only common law. I could still marry you. <laughs> Some kind of big tax break there, maybe or something. Right, mm-hmm. If there's
0: a tax break, I'll look into it.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, have to look into that. <laughs> anyway,
0: maybe, maybe, but uh, that's another. What's show. going on, everybody? It is, it is the World Cup results part six show. Uh, and for everyone out there that wants to talk shit, we know who you are. Since you say this puts you to sleep, then why are, why do our numbers constantly rock, talk soccer, Tim? Why our, do we add four, four countries good, every time we do this?
1: from our good friend, Advanced Latrine. <laughs> I'm going to call him from now on. He will be referred to as Overflowing Latrine. That will be his new yeah. name. And whatever. <laughs> soccer is a great sport. Not my fault It some is. People it are really is. Now, cultural we enough don't, to appreciate it, it. it. We don't
0: you know, we don't come problem. out and say that we're experts on soccer. We just enjoy the World Cup. It's it's fun. It makes everything just I don't know, just like it gives you a sense of like I guess nationalism on a major stage, but it's something to actually I be proud so. of. It's and like I don't hey, it we'll go,
1: so go so far as to say if it actually does in fact, uh, cause people to go to sleep. That is still a public service.
0: Yeah. Well, the people that apparently it causes to go to sleep are people I don't want to have awake very long anyway, so. Well, Anywho.
1: That's the dream. Anyhow to him, yeah, whatever. He's a do big dummy. Yeah.
0: At least he's still listening.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Anyways, move, moving on. Moving on, we want
0: to give a big thank you to um, to our good friends in Greece. Welcome aboard
1: to the Wide we Man Radio Network. Knew, we knew there was no way you were going to let Turkey have this scoop for that long.
0: That's right. Now we got happen. Turkey and Greece. What's all we need now is you uh, see we got Turkey and Greece. We just need to make sure we get hungry, and then we can serve it all on China.
1: <laughs> can we get? Uh, if we've got greasy, greasy turkey, we almost need to get uh, oh, data jokes the data joked and started out there. That's pretty lame. Never mind. <laughs> Nothing will <laughs> be as bad to... as mine. I was trying to fly with, you know, mayonnaise in the Mediterranean or something like that, but there's no country called the Mediterranean, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> <have to>
0: sea.
1: <laughs> no, there's got to be something there. Ah, Who knows? But uh, here well, we are. People should le- I'm sure people in the Mediterranean Sea when they're on it on their luxury cruises. And uh, good friends of Tom Robinson from Palatial, uh, Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, well, take He vacations there four times the Medi- a yeah, yeah, there probably are people from listening on the Mediterranean Sea. That's probably not a stretch.
0: Right. He vacations there four times a year, so I, I can understand that. Um,
1: but anyway, you're here to
0: hear about a little soccer, and that's that's why we're here. If I can say so myself.
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's get to the let's get to the footy.
0: It has been a World Cup and a half. Like my goodness, what a what a a World Cup tournament this has been. One for the ages, if I do say so myself.
1: I would have to say that if it's if it if it isn't the best one, I I I need uh, I need print. I need proof that it why it isn't. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that because it's been great. Um, we've had upsets. We've had some – who would have thunk? Uh, I can't remember the exact number, but uh, Croatia, when the World Cup started, I believe it was a 6% chance they had of getting to the finals.
1: There weren't too many I mean, least, people uh, on the Croatian bandwagon, I don't think.
0: Let me see here. Let me look this up. Croatian odds. It
1: couldn't have been very. It couldn't have been very high. There's no way. I mean, they are a decent uh, pre-tournament. Uh, they were a decent uh, soccer country, but I don't think they were anything that anybody was calling was going to make a run to the final.
0: Yeah, it wasn't anything spectacular. I really think it was like. <sighs> Maybe a six percent chance or something like that. I I'm trying to find it here. Uh but to start the World Cup tournament it was just a it was a really low number. Uh if I can call it that. Um I just can't I wish I could find the
1: uh let's see here. I might have uh
0: I'm I'm looking I'm trying to find it up or pull it up here. Uh somebody had had put it uh, had posted it. The World Cup odds. Uh clearly clearly Croatia though, you're right. They were not the favorite to to take it. I do believe it was six percent. I don't I'm almost certain it was six percent. Yeah, it's
1: hard to everything that comes up is, is just for the last game. Nobody wants to uh
0: Yeah, nobody's putting it up. I, nobody I, I wants think to I saw uh, six, the 6%, old six percent. But um before we get to talking about the final, let's go ahead and talk about the two semifinals. Uh, France took on Belgium. We talked about, um, what, what we thought it would take the French to beat the Belgians. Um, I picked the Belgians to win it all at the beginning of the tournament and boy, they came close, but, uh, they'll have to settle for bronze at best. Uh, as they lose one to nothing to the French on Samuel Umtiti' 51st minute goal. The only goal of the game and France just looked better. In terms of shots, they shot 19 times, 5 shots on target. Belgium shot 9 times, only 3 shots on target. Although Belgium dominated the possession, they had 64% of the possession time, and uh, France had 36. Uh, their Belgium's passes were more accurate, but here's what killed them. 16 fouls on Belgium to France's 6. 3 yellow cards for Belgium, 2 for France. And that was that probably proved to be the difference.
1: Well... You know the French defense, not unlike a young girl on prom night. You know, <laughs> just no getting there. Just no getting there. No giving there at all. Uh, yeah. The Belgians just—they—they they just couldn't get it going. They—they uh, they, they
0: really could.
1: They—they—they they, they attacked, but they just could not penetrate that defense for nothing their money. They just because they never really came all that. Close to scoring. I think to be with,
0: honest. I think with the, the the Belgians is they almost looked like I won't I won't say it disinterested, but they it's almost like they reverted back to where they were against Japan. They just kind of were going with the flow, and they I mean they were playing hard. I'm not going to say they weren't, but it's just almost like well, it seems when they get down, they kind of just they they so get hard far on in themselves. This
1: I mean the key to soccer is making is not playing how the other team wants you to play. It's is enforcing yeah. your will on them. Nobody has yeah. been able to enforce their will on France yet. The French play That's their true. game, they don't care, they they're structured, they got a like I said, they got a defense there that you can't put a bullet into. Um, they scored their goal, and the, 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 to be honest, the game was pretty much over. I mean, it was a good, it was a good yeah. game, and the the, the, the Belgians still. I mean, they had a shot at it still, but in all honesty, they never really got all that close. To be honest, uh, uh, mind you, um, uh, two two really different styles of play. The, Bel- the Belgians, yeah. are kind of, they're, they're what I like to call wave attackers. They come and try to move the ball from the outside into the middle and pound away at it to try to score. The French are kind of those, uh, I don't know, I like to call them opportunity scorers where all of a sudden it doesn't really look like there's a whole hell of a lot going on and all of a sudden the ball's in the net. And you're kind of, how the hell did well, it, that happen?
0: It's almost <laughs> one of those things where, you have to, to – uh, some teams are attackers and some teams are counter-attackers. Um, the Belgians kind of seem to be more of the attackers where the French kind of counter The French, like I said, only had the possession 36% of the game, but yet they get more shots on goal on their counterattacks as the Belgians failed to get back because Belgium has these bigger guys who they're quick, but they're not as going as to be as quick as the French. Uh, a team that well, could have really they're, they're, done a lot with France would have been, had they gotten there, would have been Brazil. Because Brazil's recovery time. Brazil attacks and they can get back on defense. If you can play France well, like they, Brazil would have played them, I they, think they, that would have been The they Belgians,
1: no, they never really got that close to the net. Their attack died they in didn't. the midfield. Yeah. They kind of got shut down and pushed to the outside, and they really just couldn't. They really didn't get in all that I mean, God they got what, a whole three shots on goal. Not that in soccer I suppose three attempts to score is not really that bad, I guess, but um it was a it was a good game, uh but in all honesty I don't really like I said, I that I don't think the uh the outcome was ever in doubt. From yeah. from the start of the way. It was just the French had just got too much. And uh, on those world on those uh, pre-tournament odds, the uh, i was just giving for those two teams. Yeah, the French are six to one, and the Belgians ten to one. Decent odds. 10 to one really? Oh, both. the Belgians, so you mean? Uh, I thought you meant Croatia. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the six. That's that was the sixth highest. The French were at six to one, and that was that was tied for third because the two favorites were Brazil and Germany, of course. That's kind of shocking that
0: they Belgium was ranked third in the world, but yet they had slimmer odds than France well, to win the World Cup.
1: Oh uh, well, you got to look at the draw, right? I mean, the draw true, ended very up uh, the, the draw ended up being awfully favorable for uh, well, particularly on the other side where some teams, uh, your Argentinas and Uruguays, bit the dust. And then Russia had a yeah. good run, and really isn't that good a team? So, but that's what the World Cup is all about, my friend. That's that's what makes it worth watching. Is you just can never be entirely sure what's going to happen out there. Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, that that is very true. Um, You know, even
1: even when a team is ranked way, you know, most sports when a team is, you know, that college football or something like that, and okay, number one's playing. Number twenty five or college basketball too for that matter. That usually requires a fairly unique set of circumstances for the number one team to lose. They usually have to beat themselves. Well you, well,
0: you gotta remember too though when the tournament starts, it's uh the rankings don't mean a, a good damn to anybody once the tournament gets going.
1: No, they're also based on they're based on the results from, you know, like I think it's the past two years or so. So there might yeah, even be guys so that the, affects you know, There's guys on a team that aren't even on the weren't even on two years ago so and vice versa so i mean that's i mean I got to rank them somehow because people like rankings right but um yeah that's the that's thing a, that's a rankings
0: case. seem to be a uh that's a big deal in um in everything uh but here here Tim let me run this by you um especially with soccer and, and do you think it's fair to rank teams before anything really gets going because, uh, like you said, soccer ranks everything from two years ago, which I don't think is fair. I think they should base the rankings off of how you looked in the qualifying games.
1: Well, there's versus. A, they have a. You know what I mean. They have a. They do up and up until the 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 qualifiers are in there. All international games, all yeah. friendlies, all that stuff counts somewhat. But I think most of it is based on um, your previous showing. In the last World Cup uh, for European teams, there's the Euros, which fall uh, uh, in between the World Cup years. So, like, there's Euro uh, 2020, I believe, is the next one. And, uh, yeah, the, and they'll uh, have South uh, the South Olympics Americans too. Have, yeah, the South Americans have something too. So, all that stuff kind of goes in the pile. But oh, I mean, they're, yeah, they're only yeah, as accurate the thing. Is,
0: if you ha- if you lose players and you lose guys who on your team that were a part of that World Cup run, how can you justify ranking them? Oh, you can't.
1: No, no argument. That, that's
0: the thing. That's kind of like...
1: Any more than... Like Mason, uh, co- any more than, than you could argue rankings. that, well, uh, we played Argentina eight times and we lost eight times, so we must really, really suck. Well, maybe not. Maybe just Argentina's just that good.
0: Well, again, but that's like college football rankings. Every year the college football rankings come out, and usually the team that won the championship last uh, year even though even though they lost their entire squad.
1: It's a horrible science.
0: They're ranked top five. South Carolina South Carolina the
1: only way it can have any really statistical merit is if it's, it's the exact same lineups playing the exact same teams the exact amount of times in the exact same places with the same conditions and that doesn't happen of course. So you well, remember this
0: though. So, so, and and this is my top. example. South Carolina every year gets ranked on reputation. They're ranked top they're ranked top ten every year in college football. Kinda like Brazil. Brazil's ranked yeah, top well, every I mean, every uh, year Brazil's ranked high. And Brazil has not these, made it past uh, the quarterfinals. They have not made
1: it past the quarterfinals
0: these, uh, in their last three World Cups.
1: Based on these odds though. If you'd have bet, you still would have got. What was it? France against Belgium, and what? England mm-hmm. against. Uh, you still. That's Croatia. still the top. Those team. Those four teams are all still in the top ten. Except for Croatia, well, which yeah. is number eleven. So they're not horribly out of. Out of whack with who actually ended up there. They no, I'm not like, saying they a, are. But you know, Saudi you gotta Arabia remember the, number ended up one... in the final or something.
0: The number one team in the world didn't even make it to the the groups sta- or the uh, oh the knockout they didn't round. Make it to
1: the quarters. Yeah, no, true. make it to I the mean, round of sixteen? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an they're, they're an unequal. I mean, it's a some uh, based on reputation. A lot of points are awarded. Going past, I mean, of D. course.
0: And of course, can we not forget FIFA, the uh, most corrupt.
1: And then the, in, and then there's also that. And I'm sure there's some kind of money involved in the standings because if you host a – it probably gives you the right to host a couple more games or friendlies against better teams, which means you can charge more money for tickets and blah, 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 blah. I, I, I don't doubt that all is a part of it because it always is. So
0: – Yeah. You
1: know, what, I mean, what, 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 I don't know what, what there is to say. I mean, they're – they're no righter than, uh, I mean, generally speaking, they're they're fairly decent, I suppose, but uh, no more than uh, the, one's the one that always pisses me off so much, Duke. Duke could have, their entire team could leave the college. They could go 0-20, and the next year they're at least ranked in the top ten. Yeah, true. And it doesn't, it is and it doesn't matter what happens. And they keep that, what's worse is they keep that ranking all goddamn year. And it doesn't matter, and it doesn't seem to matter what they do, and they get into the tournament, and they die every year, just about, which makes me happy.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, soccer Sorry rankings kind of got a kind of got to take them with a grain of salt. So you
1: never yeah, know. Yeah, they're they don't. I mean, there's just not enough. They don't play enough uh, uh, national games, you know, because there's too much money in the. You know, regular, uh, each country's own leagues, you know, they, they just don't get a chance to play that much, except during World Cup years. So not a lot to go on, really.
0: I'm very you know, sure. Based
1: by, this, based by this, look, let's take this World Cup. Okay, well, you are just, you know, techni- in my brain, it should be, okay, well, whoever wins is number one. And whoever was, you know, the two teams that were in the final, it should be one, two and the runners-up should be 3-4, and then after that, well, then you can kind of, maybe you can shuffle them a bit. But I can—I highly doubt that England will be ranked in the top four by the time this thing is over, when the next rankings come out.
0: Because well, you the, can do that, but
1: the, I don't think they shouldn't stick with yeah, that because ranking. To do, well, because to put them there, that means they're going to have to move those perennial powerhouses out of the top four, and they don't want to do that. And,
0: well, and you can't leave them there either. If you leave them there for, like, the next World Cup, things are going to shift and change.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, by merit, uh, I mean, whoever wins should be number one. Now, I don't even know if that's true. I don't know about the point system. If, I mean, because I'm not sure where France was ranked before this all started. But whether whether them winning the World Cup gives them enough points to put them in the first or not, I couldn't tell you. They might oh, not, nice. but it should. Because winning the whole thing, to me, obviously you're the best team in the world at this moment.
0: If not, you're going to pack that yeah. around and say that you are, at
1: least. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how that works. We'll have to, we'll have, to have a look at that on how they come up with. Uh,
0: I think they just pull names out of a hat.
1: The, I know the <laughs> hockey one. Is just ridiculous. There's so many points awarded for this, and so many for that, and so many for this, and hell, they have nothing to do. Like you said, I mean, uh, Olympic uh, tournaments. Okay, well, the teams are different every every four years. Even Canada yeah. sends a different team every four years. We don't send the same guys, you know. So, you guys have you a did, soccer team? You... <laughs> yeah, it's not very good though. <laughs> Steve Nash on it, I don't, you know, and to be honest, it's a bit of a mystery. I'm not really sure why Canada is So, I mean, I understand why we're not a superpower in soccer, but I don't know why we're like ranked a hundredth. That seems ridiculous to me.
0: Well, you didn't make yeah, the World can't,
1: Cup. Well, which we didn't, we not so so don't feel bad. Uh, no, like when they have the uh, uh the qualifying, we can't even beat uh, the the uh, Caribbean countries. Those little tiny places, they smash us. You know, like Barbados and places, Trinidad and Tobago and places like this. They just we can't even hang with them. The places, so, the
0: places we go on vacation, yeah.
1: they, they kick our ass. See, America, can't, America can't really talk all that loud because they didn't qualify either. No, we're we're so. not. We're not.
0: No, definitely not talking
1: shit. This is America.
0: You know, we're not exactly. Although
1: we, the last ten years or so, American male soccer has been actually fairly decent.
0: You know, I've never seen a country, Tim, and I'm going to be honest with you on this one. There is a contingency of United States citizens, and I'm not even talking about our trollers and haters. There's a there's a contingency of people in the United States who, and this is going to sound really dumb, but they, they dislike soccer, which is fine. You know, it's not a popular sport over here in America. But they dislike soccer so much that they want the United States to miss the World Cup. And when they make it, they want
1: them to lose.
0: I'm like, what yeah, in you know, the I hell? Don't...
1: I mean, I understand Seriously, wholeheartedly a True that... story.
0: Uh, true story. The United States, when they made the uh, the round of 16, the knockout round a few years ago, they played Belgium. There were people literally rooting for Belgium to defeat the United States. Because they said soccer is a wussy sport, and the United States has no business being involved in a wuss sport like soccer. I said, yeah. I, I was like, why don't your fat ass go out there and play that wuss <laughs> sport?
1: Then? Yeah, you, you have obviously not run up and down a soccer field. Why you go run for 90 minutes
0: wussy. and kick a ball and get kicked in the shin? Yeah, and would cancel out the
1: wussy part of it pretty fast. Um, yeah. To be people, honest, in America... And, and, uh, Soccer is taking is always going to take a back seat to baseball nationally. Nah. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, no, nah, still baseball. Baseball attendance is down, but it's still huge. I mean, let's not get ourselves. Um, oh, really? Eh, it's still better than you'll get for any soccer game, except maybe the women. Women, maybe league soccer. But
0: I'm talking about like national soccer. I don't know, man. Like it seems to be growing. While baseball is dwindling.
1: Well, it is traditionally anyway, but baseball has always been America's sport, followed quickly by football or NBA, depending on, a depending on the cycling of those two sports. Uh, hockey taking a distant fourth, and then everything else kind of after that. In, I, in got a, sports, uh, anyway.
0: I got an article for you from Forbes.com. Uh, According to Forbes, soccer will soon be America's third favorite spectator sport. Now, I disagree with that. I would put it fourth. Um, I would go number one, football, number two, basketball, number three, hockey, number four, soccer, number four, baseball. Uh, It says here that a poll last week, and this was released in January 2018, found 7% of Americans named soccer as their favorite sport to watch in a survey Completed during December. Football okay. down. Football was at thirty-seven percent. Basketball was at eleven uh, percent. Baseball nine percent. All declining numbers. Hockey was four percent. Of course, I want to know where they they did this at this poll.
1: Well, but, and, and uh, what? What uh, when we say soccer? Okay, are we talking about the kids? Because that I might buy. I mean, we're Soccer's getting more
0: popular in United States. No, it's, but if it's we're talking never professionally,
1: gonna... I wouldn't say it would that would probably not be true. I would doubt. Yeah. So if we're I throwing mean... in all types of soccer, yeah, a lot of kids play soccer. That's a lot of parents going out. Soccer's pretty big in the college scene too, so I don't doubt they get fairly good crowds there. But but M L S soccer. I don't no, know M L S is
0: MLS is kind of like the WNBA. It's like, okay, it's there, it's cool, but nah, not really our thing. Yeah, but that is uh, the
1: highest That is the highest order of soccer in North America. So if people don't is, want to watch it, we're like, all. what's the
0: point? you got to learn, man, when it comes to Americans. I don't know about Canadians, but at, from an American standpoint, we are more determined when it comes to nationalism than we are anything. That's our first priority of businesses nationalism and if you put United States versus anybody if you put that country label on there you're going to end up with a very very interesting match uh, you're going to end up with people rooting that don't even give a damn and I'm talking about you've got people that will root for the United States in a pie eating contest uh, it don't matter like well, you I'm had people get riled the, uh... up with Kobayashi when Kobayashi was dominating the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, you're talking about people throwing a fit because a foreigner was beating us on our birthday, well, on just <laughs> eating the, our food. Uh, and then Joey Chestnut up.
1: MLS attendance for 2018 so far oh, this year. I'm sure year. it's not that great. Uh, you'd be surprised. That, really? That depending on where we're at in the country. Um, but nothing. And I know Columbus. Or, I, mean, I know Columbus did, has did, a did, pretty he, solid following. You see, they, well, their average attendance is ten thousand, which isn't bad. But you've got some up yeah, there. Yeah, the to, crew. But the crew have a big a,
0: following. They're they're close. They're, to they're me. almost I'm the last
1: rank. They're the second last ranked team in the league for attendance. Only DC United does worse. Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Huh? Atlanta United Football Club averages fifty thousand people a game. Wow. They played ten games with a, a total attendance of over a half a million.
0: That's crazy. I never. I would have never thought that.
1: Seattle, which I would have picked for a soccer town, has forty thousand average. And then we see a fairly drastic drop. Toronto is next, at twenty six thousand. So let's quickly pull up some major league baseball.
0: I know this. I know a Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay game this year did less than ten thousand people. Let's
1: see what. uh, well, the trouble with Major League Baseball is there are too many teams that just aren't any good, and there's and too many fucking go
0: games. There's 160 well, the way,
1: the way the games. It's a
0: regular up, fucking season. Not,
1: I don't even care. That doesn't even enter into it for me. The problem is, is that there's that the teams are out of it at the, the All Star break. Now, That's why everything. why do I want to go see? Why do I want to go see that team? What's the reason? That's every. It just seems worse okay, for baseball because they're, they're so way many games. out. I'm not even talking like just a little bit out. I'm talking like 30 games out of first place by All Star Brick. Well, the average attendance in Major League Baseball, the Miami is the worst with only 9,000 9, a game.
0: Yeah. Tampa and they Bay, just built a 14, billion dollar stadium about six years ago. Tampa
1: Bay, 14,000. Uh, up to the top, which is the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, averaging forty-six thousand, but that is only eighty-two percent of capacity. Even the Yankees, the mighty New York Yankees, are only at eighty-six percent of capacity.
0: Their baseball has shot themselves in the foot by making so many games. Like that's that's what I've been saying.
1: They have to, I don't know what, the, well, they're trying to. I just read somewhere that we kind of got off topic here a little bit, but it don't matter. Um, I read somewhere that they are trying to uh, figure out ways to speed up the game because it's too slow.
0: Well, coming from a guy who's not a baseball fan but works in radio, and we are a Cincinnati Reds affiliate, and we have to broadcast their games, and you know, you babysit the board and play the games over the radio, and you got to do the commercial spots and everything. Um, when a baseball game takes three hours and 30 minutes, that's too long. That's way too long. That's just like, who's gonna, who wants to watch a game that slow with no time limit? It could go on well, your really long. You really
1: gotta like, you really have to like, it doesn't get the casual fan. You really have to and like baseball to, to pay, um, whatever the hell they want, for a ticket to go sit at a game for three and a half hours. Well,
0: I mean, you, you really got to remember, like... younger people, like kid people my age, now my age will probably be the last generation that baseball has that they love. Uh, people younger than me, they could give two shits about baseball. It's We live in a
1: well, society a, now where everything. It, it used to be a family thing, and I don't know that it is anymore. I really don't know well, who lives at baseball games what their demographic is. I'm we live sure. in a
0: society where you get everything immediately, everything now, everything mm-hmm. happens now. We wanna have we we can download anything to our little pocket computers in a, a second, but it takes three and a half, four hours to play a fucking baseball game and hey, guess what? You saw the first one. Hey, there's a hundred and sixty one of these still to go. Oh, by the way, if your team is somewhat good, they can make the playoffs and potentially play another 50 games. Or it feels like 50 games.
1: Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, who wants to watch that? It's, uh, it's not a uh, uh yeah, it, it, I mean it the NBA the NBA 82 game
0: it. season I feel like is a little bit long. Myself and I love the NBA. I'm a diehard NBA fan, but I think 82 games is just too long. Sometimes, like you could some of that, you could figure it out in 60, I think. But I'm not going to argue more about
1: There needs to be a way. That, I mean, I know there's first of all there's too many teams, but I know why there is. That I understand the logic of that, even though there's still too many. When what you know uh, baseball particularly where it's what. Uh, three division winners huh. and two wild cards. I, I think there's like five or six teams get into the playoffs, and that's it. And and it's only one game, and you're gone. So I mean, I I, I understand you get the. Uh,
0: four, I think you get four division winners and there's a wild card play. You get the division game. winners
1: and a wild card, and uh, there are two wild cards, and then one one more. And the two wild card, the two shitty wild card teams play each other, and then the yeah. fourth, the, the winner of that goes to the I guess the three-division things. But regardless, I understand why there's so many teams. But the games are meaningless. There has to be they a are. way. They've got to come up with something um, that makes the teams want to win. Uh, you know, just like in the NBA where, you know, okay, well, it looks like how far behind are we at the at the break? Ten games? Fuck, we're not going to catch those guys. Fuck it, let's go into tank mode.
0: Well, and don't forget, uh, the baseball draft, there's really no incentive to,
1: to tank
0: in baseball. Because no, the draft really. is like 100 rounds or something? Like, son of a bitch.
1: Well, <laughs> there's no real, I mean, short of if they play college baseball, there's no real league, really. You know, this is not a minor league. Like, there is a minor league baseball, but it's not for drafting if that makes sense. Those well the thing all... is
0: those teams own those minor league teams and they have to fill those slots and I get that but you gotta put a cap. Yeah, those on guys the draft. have already all
1: been drafted though. Like there is no uh there is no place to go like there needs to I don't know. They just need to do something I don't know what they're gonna do to fix it. It might have to it might are have in to, too deep. They may have to kill a few franchises or something like that.
0: I think they're in too for... deep and there's not a lot to save it. Uh, especially with baseball. But, you know, we get off on the baseball ran here, and sorry
1: about that. Let's get back on topic. That's yeah, all right. But I mean, the soccer is only going to take so much time. Um, yeah, yeah, but soccer is
0: slowly creeping into it, that's those. That's yeah, uh, soccer is slowly creeping into. This is why
1: in. World Cup soccer is better than baseball. Ta-da. I
0: agree. I agree with you yeah. because the games matter. Uh, well, it was. You know what? Before we get to the second game, let's pay some bills. Personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma, Social Security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, all these things and more can be helped by New Law Office. Stephen P. New will fight for you and your rights. Mr. New, what is there to do if you're in an automobile accident? When car wrecks happen, insurance is always involved. Did you know that in West Virginia... We have the highest percentage of uninsured and underinsured motorists driving on our highways. That means that when you're in a car wreck, your attorney needs to know how to work with your insurance company to maximize the compensation that you'll receive. If you've been in a car wreck, call me, Stephen P. News. For your free consultation, call 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com. Stephen P. New will fight for you to get you where you need to be. He's a proud sponsor of our program, and Mr. New is a stand-up national and local attorney. Stephen P. New, attorney at law. Answers to your legal questions. Big thanks to Stephen P. New, our sponsor here on the show.
1: You know, every time I hear that, it just makes me yep. want to get it on with Maris it makes me want to get it on with Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> the star of the star of Law and Order.
0: You want to get it on with her. We're speaking of get it on, let's hit another commercial. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Wowfreecam dot com is the number one cam site on the internet and they are our gracious sponsors and we want to invite you. Check them out over at WowFreeCam.com. Anything you could imagine and whatever you want is just one click away if you go to WowFreeCam.com. What's some of the things I you should. could check out over on WowFreeCam.com? Motorboat? Play the motorboat?
1: Yeah, uh, so good, you uh, motorboat you of You old sailor, you?
0: Or you could be into two chicks at the same time, man. Whatever it is that you're looking up for, wowfreecam.com will leave you with one reaction and one reaction only. You won't want to miss out all the fun going on at wowfreecam.com, so be sure to show them some love and go over. Hey, it's in the name, It's All Free. You must be 18 or older to access the website, but make sure you get there as quick as you can to check out all the fun going on, on catwalk, over at wowfreecam.com. Yeah, I Again, must be 18 or catwalk. older to visit. And a big thanks to our sponsor, wowfreecam.com as well. Indeed,
1: what a wonderful, wonderful website.
0: And what a wonderful segue you set me up with. I had to just go ahead and run with it. Um, but yeah, Belgium, I do what I can. <laughs> but Belgium, we, uh, we thank you for your... T- participation. Let me get that word out. We thank you for your participation. You almost made it. You have a consolation game coming up on Saturday, but your dreams of the World Cup are... Another one bites the dust.
1: And another one done, And another one done. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Well, there you go. Poor Bells Poor Belgian. No more chocolate for you.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> poor the poor, the poor guys. Well, moving on to our next game. Our next game was England and Croatia. Ugh. <laughs> the, have you, have yeah, you heard from the um, Queen?
1: I have. She was too bereft to even come on to this program because she's pretty tore up. Took a lot out of her. Um... Although she did uh she did have a lot of fire near the end. She mentioned something about uh uh hitmen hit and referees. I'm not exactly sure what that was about. <laughs> but uh, uh and uh something about uh, Harry Kane better tread pretty lightly the streets of England when he returns. After hitting that post when he could have put England up to nothing. And he Oh god, he, what a he gaffed uh oh. He a gaffed. A sure, Mark, if they had been up 0 the game, I think that would have done it. But he, he couldn't get it done. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean he made a pretty good effort. It wasn't like he totally flopped it, but but he, he should have scored there and didn't.
0: Yeah, and, definitely.
1: Uh, I mean, the interesting part was the uh, the Bishop of Newfoundland uh, tried to commit suicide by uh, <laughs> drinking three hundred and sixty-two uh, Labatt's Lights. But uh, the bishop of Calgary intervened, and uh, there was a there was an intervention, and everything. So he's he's back to normal. He got over it. <laughs> a oh bishop God. <sighs> and then there was a run on the uh, there was a run on the butterscotch pudding and and uh, red rose tea, but not for the good reason. The country mourned. Uh, what can you do? I mean, they gave just... They they gave it. They gave it everything. They left nothing in the tank. They just weren't good enough. the, well, uh, the Croatians said uh, they pecked away, pecked away and pecked away and pecked away and pecked away and you could see it was one nothing, but when they tied it up, I knew I, I, I said, Well that it's it's over. Um Well,
0: uh Tripler or Tripper, fifth minute for England scores the goal, and that was all she wrote from there. Uh that Ivan Persically
1: beautiful
0: goal he scored it was it was a beautiful free kick beautiful. Ivan am for croatia scores in the 68th minute then an extra time we thought it was going to go to penalty kicks at least i thought uh mario manduzic 109th minute goal puts croatia up two to one and then the country of croatia proceeded to in, <laughs> incinerate itself from the looks of it uh man what a celebration but uh England had 11 shots. Croatia doubled that. They had 22, seven shots on target for Croatia, two for England. Croatia had 56% of the possession time to England's 44%. They had Croatia had almost 100 more passes. They were more accurate on their passes. Croatia, 23 fouls in the game. England oh, was 14. It was, uh, and
1: there's Chippy. something I want to talk about a little bit. It was um, two, uh, two ways of looking at it. Uh, it was a masterful refereed game in that he let them play. I mean, he never red carded anybody, hence not keeping anyone out of the final. But if that was yeah. just if that was the if that would have been the final, there would have been some red cards would have popped up. There was a oh, few definitely. pretty, pretty uh, vicious, hard fouls that probably maybe it wouldn't have been straight reds but probably would have been second yellows. And I don't know if that oh, would change yeah, the sure. game any or not. I won't go so far as to say that. But there was a lot of shenanigans going on out there, and it was starting to get, particularly when it was looking like uh, nobody was going to score in the and win it in regular time. And, uh, you know, guys falling down, both teams too, not just one. Oh, yeah, always. Guys, uh... guys falling down. Um, the ref coming out for free kicks and making their marks and the guys refusing to uh, get behind the the 5 yard line or wherever their ref had told them they had to stand behind and the bullshit tactics that that ruin the that ruin the game in all honesty and I came up after we had talked the other day I came up with a perfect way to deal with this I think maybe just need okay. a little bit of uh, uh, what it should be is okay um I have placed, the the referee has placed the ball. He has made the marks. And if I, when I blow the whistle, you're not behind them. There's some, some kind of a card. I don't know. Or else the plays on. I don't care if you're not ready anymore. Don't give a shit. It's nonsense that they have to give them time to, you know, they, 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 they bitch about the call for two minutes. And then they bitch about the placement of the ball. And then they bitch about the placement of the wall and then they actually get into the wall. That all takes way too long. The referee should yeah. just say, no, here's the foul. Once I put this ball down here and blow the whistle, I don't care where you are anymore. I'm not going to care if you don't have your wall built because you've been too busy complaining at me. Right? I'm not going to care. And if it's your kick, same with free kicks where guys get fouled and roll around and lay there, and it's, they're the team that's going to get the free kick. Mm-hmm. I put the ball down and blown the whistle you got five seconds or two seconds or whatever it is to take that free kick. And if you don't, I'm giving the ball to the other team.
0: Yeah. Kind of put it like a time limit on it.
1: Yeah. Something, something, I mean, I, I mean, the the details of that would have to be worked out, but something along those lines that if you don't want to move the game along, I will. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because my, um, because this, you know, I, I, I fell down. Okay. I got the call fine i fell down and rolled around for another three minutes meanwhile that the, the game should have been going and nobody wants to watch and i won't just say Neymar because he's not alone he was the big culprit but um uh, our friend bought from france did it a couple times too
0: how oh, they all do where
1: it. he where he uh uh, fell down and, and made a bigger deal out of it. Either that, you know, or perhaps even the referee should have the discretion to go, you know what, I called that foul against them, but with that display you just put on, I changed my mind. <laughs> it's, or, like well, it's still a foul in. against them, but I'm going to give them the ball because I just called you for delay a game.
0: Like the referees basically would end up being a uh, – <laughs> they'd be like a really pissed off dad. Said, you know what? It was my fault, but you acted like a little bitch. So you don't even get do well, that. Well, you took it
1: too far, and you made <laughs> you made me look stupid. You made yourself look stupid, and you make the sport look stupid. When we all know, after just seeing that replay, that you didn't even get touched, and you're still rolling around. Okay, and, uh, somehow I don't know. Somehow they've got to do something about it because it ruins the game. I don't know if it's just the culture of the players. Or if, uh, I I don't know what kind of fines they can impose on federations or whatever they can do to make it stop. But it really needs to stop because it it just ruins the game.
0: Yeah, it's gotten out of hand. Uh, my better half actually watched that entire England-Croatia game.
1: Uh, I'll be honest,
0: I didn't didn't get to watch all of it. She watched every bit of it. I actually went to sleep because of my work schedule. has been destroying my life for the past week. But, uh. She she watched every bit of it. I wake up to a text message from her saying England choked.
1: <laughs> well, I think I I won't necessarily say they choked, but I would say that you saw at the end of that as that game went along, you saw their lack of uh, experience. But they didn't they didn't have anybody on that team that's ever played on that, um, at that pinnacle before let's put it that way i mean they didn't even have anybody on that team that had played in a champions league final i don't think whereas the Croatians have had three or four guys who haven't played in a world cup final but have done everything else there is to do in soccer some the spotlight and not rookies either. yeah you know i mean all in all i don't think england can be all that upset about their performance yeah they were pissed they didn't win But I'm pretty sure if somebody would have told them uh, you're going to finish in the top four in the World Cup before it started, I think they'd have been happy to. I think that would have been a a prognostication they wouldn't have been too upset with.
0: Yeah, I think they would have too. It uh, It was one of those things where at the time you're upset, but when you step back and take a look at it, you're going to be happy with the way things turned out well, unless they, you're Tom Robinson, and then you're going to be pissed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they, they failed yards. They failed to do the thing that, you know, that you've got to do. They could not score in open play. Almost all of their goals were free kicks, uh, corners, yeah. set pieces. they They didn't really manufacture a lot of moving on the go offense for goals. It cost they didn't, and
0: um, you know Harry Kane not getting on the scoreboard seemed to have cost him because he, I think he was uh, six of seven, maybe six of eight shooting in this World Cup, maybe, something like that. Something like uh, that. When he got a shot on goal.
1: But he uh, and most of them. I mean, were I said he, he should have. He had the chance to make it two to nothing, and I think that would have killed them. But uh, he didn't, and. And he hit the post on the on the second attempt, and they, yeah. that that kind of took the took a little air out of the sails. And, and like I said, the Croatians are you know veterans. They just you know the game is the game's ninety minutes long for a reason. You know, <laughs> yeah, you just can't get that goal. I mean, whether they score twelve minutes in or six minutes in or something, it was one nothing for It was Pretty early. Yeah, it was awfully early. That's just you. You might as well pretend you don't even have that one. It's too early to, you know, you got to you you got to do everything you can to get that guy a, a brother or a sister. You got to give that thing. Well, a you got to remember when with.
0: when people when people score that early, they almost go on the defensive of okay, now let's just take a knee. Yeah, but you, Like, dude, the you game can't just started. You gotta you gotta keep playing like like it's tied.
1: We want to fill that net. We want to we want to wear that net out behind that guy. I guess yeah. it's just hard to it's hard to do because it they don't happen very often. You, you
0: know, no, no, it doesn't.
1: Even the other sports all the time, where football, particularly, you know, we've all seen fifteen and twenty point leads disappear in a quarter, and you go, yep. "How in the hell is this happening?" I mean, they've they've, they've been absolute shit for, for, for three quarters, and yet somehow this game is tied.
0: Yeah, it happens more often than you think. But uh, we've got about uh, nine minutes left here, Tim, so let's just go ahead and start talking about the the third-place game is Belgium versus England on Saturday. That'll be um, who gets the bronze. So whoever is the second loser
1: in the uh, World Cup
0: gets that. Uh, yeah, that match will take place Saturday at 10 a.m. And then the final uh, is yeah, France pro yeah, uh, yeah. Sunday at 11
1: Eastern. I would be These very surprised to see the Belgians lose to England. I think England has uh, shot the proverbial load, as we'd like to say, and I, I don't think they got anything yeah. left.
0: Yeah, the horseshoe in a, their but, pants is uh, no yeah, longer lucky. The poorly a, clover is gone. The queen has
1: turned that'll off be her a Belgian. That'll be a Belgian win, and we'll have to put uh, the Bishop of Newfoundland on suicide watch again. But again? he's probably – he may jump out of the tower, but uh, – but yeah, now I'll give that to the Belgians. And as much as I, yeah, I agree with As much you. as I like the uh, the pluckiness of the Croatians, and I'm uh, I'm uh, what's the word? Uh, not amazed, but I'm 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 uh, I'm carried along by their national enthusiasm. They haven't been a country very long, and haven't had much of a chance to do this kind of thing. I think the very in the first one was. I want to say 96 or 98 or something like that was their first World Cup, so they haven't been at it for long as a nation. Uh, so I admire their pluck and moxie and all that, but uh, I just I cannot put my money uh, against the French. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with France for the win. Too much experience. Yeah,
0: I'm going to agree with you. I think Too much uh,
1: of
0: everything. Croatia, Croatia will be remembered as the team, the, the Cinderella, but it's going to strike midnight on Sunday. Uh, France is just too good. I think France is gonna win it, get their second world. Somebody
1: Cup. somebody might have to go back to the very first show, but I think I may have even I think I picked two or three possibles and I believe France was one of mine. So I'm gonna take some credit for I don't France.
0: I'd have to go back and listen. I I'd have to check. But uh you probably I you I have I know, know Belton was my and, pick from the beginning,
1: but uh <laughs> you Yeah. yeah never I don't know. think I, I had a hardcore number one pick, I, I won't go that far. But I think I had a list of like three or four, and I believe they were on it. So I'll take that if that happens. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's uh, it's been a great World Cup season. Uh, we've had a good time doing this. It's kind of a little specialty thing, Tim. Uh, Tim and I. It started as a uh, started as a joke. Tom Robinson posted on Twitter that him and I would be doing coverage that of big, the World
1: Cup. That big because Johnny. he
0: didn't know that him and I were actually World Cup fans and watchers,
1: <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs>
0: Lo and behold, here we are. Well,
1: because I, I told you, we've only got a two-week break, and then it's the International Moose Skeet Shooting Championships in the UConn. <laughs> Moose so will Shooting oh, man, I can't wait. I the ESPN
0: APO show picking up that one. We can't wait
1: for that. Yeah, that's on ESPN 36. <laughs> <laughs> it's on <I> ESPN A. <laughs>
0: And I don't mean the letter A, I mean E H A.
1: And I really I gotta be honest in the soccer I've had a good time and I I would I would cover any kind of soccer. I would uh, English Premier League, the Euros, the Olympics, anything like that I'd be happy to happy to cover. But uh, after that yeah, it's, I don't really it's hard know, to keep up uh, with, you know, like once yeah, you get I don't, past I don't the, the know World Cup. What sports, No, but even sport wise, I, I don't really know what one I'd wanna give a go at after the um, you know, football. Of course, we'll we'll jump into college football and NFL football, but it's eyeball deep here when I get oh, going. Yeah. But it's
0: around the corner, and Tom that, and I, 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 Tom and I never stop on that. Yeah,
1: we have grand plans for the football.
0: Yeah, and then Tr and I have uh, the basketball show. We do that every single week. Um, you know, we're nine months into this little venture. Uh, <laughs> the wide men. Can't jump shows. I uh, Was looking at it the other day. We're oh, yeah, about, we're, we're almost right at nine months in. So if uh, I would have knocked TRF on that first night, we'd have had the baby here soon. Had
1: a baby, and if, if somebody would have told you that uh, nine months later you'll be uh, you'd be able to say with one hundred percent certainty that over twenty countries in the world were listening to you weekly. It's getting people up there, man. The, the yeah, people from over the twenty different radio networks. The wide
0: men radio network is growing by leaps and bounds. It's unbelievable. I mean, and and we, uh we
1: here do not we, we do not fudge our numbers.
0: No, we, we do not be
1: really we won't be really clear about them either because to be quite honest, we're kind of a we're as confused as everybody else about what qualifies for for what. But we are yeah. literally in the tens of thousands since we started. So Now, how that stacks up against other people, I don't really know, and I don't really care. Uh, But I find it amazing to me that, it is amazing to me that that amount of people want to hear what we have to say about anything. It's crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy. It's true. I mean, I love all of them for doing it, but it's crazy to me that there are actually people that take the time out of their busy, busy days, and I know they're, this day and age, there's a million things people could be doing. Even if you just like podcasts, there's a million choices out there, and that uh, twenty thousand people on a platform have picked us.
0: It's yeah, it's it's been it's been really fun, and uh, we're all over the U.S. and we've got North America covered. Uh, twenty, I just did the count. Twenty-one countries in all downloading our. Our show, and if you'd have told me that at the beginning of this thing, I would have never believed you. Um, Tr and I started this. Tr and I started this as a little bit of just fun. We were just like, hey, you know what? Let's do this, and we'll see what we can do. Maybe make a couple dollars here and there, sponsoring and things, and talk to some interesting people. And you know, here this last week, we've had guests from ESPN, Sports Illustrated. Uh, you know, CBS Sports, NBC Sports, all over the world. I counted our guests. We're up over uh, for guests for between the Sunday night roundtables and the uh, the the basketball shows and all the guests that we've had. Not not callers. I'm talking about invited guests that we've had. We're up over 40 guests in over, we have, you know, we've done we 36 basketball shows and a bunch uh, of Sunday night shooting shows. Shooting a mothership. <laughs> I mean, we we just you know, and we're not trying. I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back here, but you know, boy, smoke up our own ass. But it's you know, we're just we're putting out facts. We've done. We've and, had wrestling Hall of the Famers. We, we've had wrestling some Hall of, of those guys, former NBA players, commentators, yeah, sports writers. Some of those writers.
1: guys have actually retweeted back, you know, some awful nice stuff about us. And yes, they because, have. You know, these guys know. These guys know. I mean, professionals. We're talking about guys who make their living off of the sport, not not yeah. people like us who, you know, put a few bucks in our pocket here and there for doing it. We're talking about guys who make yeah. a living off the sport. have retweeted and said, "Hey, you should listen to these guys. They know what the fuck they are talking about." Well they'd say fuck, but yeah. I threw that in there with my Canadianism. But uh, you know, so you should, uh, you should take a take a listen. Yeah. And you know if you and if you like goofy, we're goofy. If you like crazy, we're crazy. We can be damn serious too, especially about sports. But we're usually oh, yeah. kind of goofy while we're doing it. But of uh, course we are. You know, there's just there's not much you won't hear on the Wide Men Network. Let's put it that way. A little something for absolutely,
0: everybody. absolutely. And we we want to thank everybody who's who's been listening. Whether you're listening to the basketball shows, the Tim and Tom Show, the Sunday Night Round Tables, the World Cup Show, the the hockey show. Football's around the corner. We've got so much stuff planned for this little venture.
1: We'll have a a 30-minute soccer finale where we play the anthem of the winning country, and I tell you all the great (laughs) things about that country. Ta-da.
0: Sounds good to me.
1: We're about out of time.
0: We are about out of time. So, for Tim, this is Nate. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here on the World Cup Review. We'll see you next time. Everybody check us out, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. And make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on Twitter at Wide Jump. Everybody have a good night.
1: Yeah, I'm going to something.
0: Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at NewLawOffice.com, Facebook.com slash MakeUpKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at WideMenCan'tJump, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at slash Wide Men Can't Jump.